Welcome to the Manifest With Me podcast. I'm your host, Kira Dickinson, and I'm here to remind you that anything is possible. My mission is to show you that your dreams are a lot closer than you think, and there's no limit to what you can accomplish when you simply get out of your own way. Let this be your space to transform your mindset, reset your energy, and manifest all that you desire. If you're looking to live a happy, fulfilled, and abundant life, then you are definitely in the right place. Hello and good morning, lovely souls, lovely listeners of today's podcast. How are we all on this fine day? So in Southern California, in Los Angeles, it has been super rainy lately and it is raining a ton right now. So I figured what better time to sit down and record a podcast episode Also, I'm leaving for Japan in exactly a week, so I want to make sure that I'm getting these episodes recorded so that you guys will have new episodes to listen to while I'm gone. And I just want to say, if you are here right now, just know that I am sending lots of love and good vibes to you all energetically, and I'm so, so proud of you guys for making the time and space for yourself and for your growth. So huge pat on the back to yourselves. And today is going to be all about being your best self. So I'm going to share my favorite tips and exercises for stepping into your best self at any given time. But before we do that, you guys, let's start off today's episode with some manifestation success stories. Okay, you guys, so the first story I want to share is about manifesting love, and it's from one of our lovely listeners, Brenda. So recently, Brenda wrote to me, good morning, Angel. I would like to share with you my amazing story. I was at a Christmas party back in December 2020 when my friends started asking me, what do you want for the new year? How do you see yourself in 2021? Which I then replied, married. I want to get married. At the time, I didn't even have a boyfriend. And of course, everyone started laughing. And I was like, I know that I will. And I know it's going to be someone from Tinder from a different country. So as the days went by, I started searching for wedding ideas, for an engagement ring. I started playing romantic songs for the wedding and many more things about weddings. So a month later, I ended up meeting my husband, Jonathan, on Tinder. He told me that he was looking for a Mexican girl and that he was ready to have a family. Of course, I said yes to everything and he ended up proposing. We planned our wedding through distance because of course I'm in Mexico and like I desired, he is from Canada. So here I am today living this beautiful dream in Canada. And also Brenda added two pictures of them, one from their wedding day, I think one recently and they look so happy and in love. So thank you so, so much, Brenda. You are such an incredible soul and this is just proof that you can can have exactly whatever you desire even when the world thinks that it's not possible even when your friends and family laugh in your face if you know that you can and if you know that you will then that is all that matters because if you're vibrating at that energetic frequency to that which you desire then it has no choice but to come to you also just like side note you guys i know a lot of people tend to hate on like relationships from dating apps but i want to just say that 
this, you guys. Some of my best friends met each other and are in happy, long, committed relationships from dating apps. So let's never like throw away a channel that the universe can use to connect us to people, to places, to opportunities that we desire. Because at the end of the day, there's so many ways to get what you want. All that matters is you stay open to all the possibilities and ways in which you can receive them. So thank you again, Brenda, for sharing your story. I'm so, so happy for you both. So you guys, this is your friendly reminder to submit your manifestation success stories to me on Instagram. All my information is going to be in the episode description. So you guys, please don't be shy and feel free to reach out at any time. I would be honored to share your stories. And I promise there is at least one person out there that will be inspired by your story and that you will impact in a meaningful way. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. First, Let me just say, I admire you guys so freaking much for initiating and walking your self-improvement journeys. I know that it's not an easy path. It's not an easy decision, but the fact that you are here means that you are in it. You are in the thick of it. You guys are willing to roll up your sleeves, put in the work, and that puts you at so much more of an advantage versus those people that are living their lives subconsciously. And on the topic of living as our best selves, first, what I want you guys to do is imagine what it would be like to show up as your best self every single day. What would that look like for you guys? How would it feel to know that you are living as your best self? What images come to mind as you think about living life as your best self? What sensations do you feel in your body? What actions would you be taking on a day-to-day basis? How would it feel to know that you are in control of deciding who you want to be, what you want to create in this world, and what your reality gets to look like? I remember at the start of my wellness and self-help journey, I was so fascinated by the concept of the quote-unquote best self. And it totally makes sense because at the end of the day, every single one of us wants to feel empowered. We want to feel happy. We want to feel accomplished. And we want to feel like we are the creator of our realities rather than the victim of our poor life circumstances. We want to know that we have the power to shift and transform our realities and co-create with the universe to make something meaningful of our lives. We only have this one human life as whoever you are just this once. I will only be Kira Dickinson only one time on this earth, so I might as well have fun with it. I might as well be the fullest expression of myself rather than letting myself constantly live in fear and stress and worry rather than letting my ego always take over. So we all want to be our best selves at the end of the day, right? So it's no surprise that one of the most frequent questions I get from you guys or from my community on Instagram is, Kira, how do I become my best self? What can I do to be my best self? How do I get there? And in order to answer that question, I first need to tell you guys why it's not currently happening for you already why so many people struggle to be their best self and live life from a place of their best self and show up as their best self. 
Let me just start off by telling you guys what I've seen is the number one thing that gets in the way of people living as their best self. The biggest challenge with being our best self is assuming that it is something outside of us. Usually when we talk about becoming our best self, just the word becoming implies that we're not there already. It implies that it's something outside of us. And I used to think for the longest time ever that if I did all the inner work and put in enough effort, I would finally reach a point where I became my best self. But you guys, it doesn't work like that. And you might be asking why? Well, it's because your best self isn't something external to you. It's not something that you go and find or someone who you suddenly become. And then all of a sudden you're a different person. You're always going to be your best self. It's not a destination you suddenly reach. Even when you do step into your best self, even when you live life as your best self, there are going to be so many triggers in life that will trigger you out of your best self, trigger you back into anxiety, back into ego. So instead of your best self being a destination, it is simply a part of you that is available to you at all times. It is a resource that you can always call upon. So let me repeat that. Your best self is always a part of you that is available to you at all times. Okay, so let me explain. Each one of us has many, many, many parts to us. Many parts to our personalities that make up a whole. This is why I never say I am depressed or I am anxious or I am lazy. Instead, I say things like, I am experiencing anxiety. I am experiencing depression. I am experiencing what it feels like to not be in the energy of motivation. I am experiencing happiness. I am experiencing sadness. So you guys get the point. It's because who we are cannot be defined by one simple thing. At the end of the day, who we are comes down to energy. We are all energy. We are all source energy. We are all different energetic expressions of the universe. But you guys, this energy that we are can constantly change shape and form. This energy can be expressed as things like anxiety. It can be expressed as abundance. It can be expressed as our quote unquote worst or best selves. So you guys can think of it like this. When we think of the self here, as in ourselves, it's kind of like an umbrella term that encapsulates everything we think, believe, feel, and experience. You guys can also use this metaphor where you think of it like a car. A car here represents yourself. And inside the car is a bunch of different passengers and a bunch of different items like luggage. So each passenger represents a part of you that is available to you at all times. In your car, there might be anxiety, there's fear, there's love, there's confidence. Ultimately, there are so many different parts of you. And every single passenger, each part of you has their own luggage, their own baggage, aka their memories they're carrying with them in this journey of life. So who is in your car is not the important part here. A lot of times we try and get rid of our anxiety. We try and get rid of our fear. We say, okay, anxiety, I'm kicking you out of the car. Get out. I don't want you here anymore. I don't want to experience anxiety anymore. You can find a ride with someone else. 
And when we do this, we find ourselves exhausted because if you guys have ever tried to completely get rid of fear, anxiety, worry, or stress, you have probably found out that it is impossible. Why? Because we have these parts of us for a reason. They are hardwired into our brains. They are hardwired into our genetic makeup, our bodies, our consciousness. When used correctly, though, they help serve a purpose. They can help benefit us. Like our fight or flight response helps us escape danger. Our worries help us better prepare for the future. So instead of judging ourselves for having, you know, better than normal survival mechanisms and trying to get rid of them, I want you guys to shift your focus to who is in the driver's seat of your car, okay? That is the most important thing you can do and the number one thing that will allow you to be in alignment with your best self. Again, it is not the who is in your car that's important here. It is the who are you letting in the driver's seat? Are you letting fear, anxiety, and worry steer your vehicle through life? Or are you letting your best self drive and make decisions regarding where you want to go and how you want to go about this journey of life that you are on? And you guys might be thinking, okay, okay, I get it. It makes sense. But still, how do I let my best self take the wheel? How do I make sure it stays in the driver's seat, especially when anxiety has such a tight grip on the wheel? How do I get anxiety out of the driver's seat and how do I put my best self there instead? And don't worry, you guys, I got you. So right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch gears and share five tips and techniques for tapping into your best self. Because remember, you guys, your best self is always with you. But right now, it's probably just a passenger in your car rather than the driver. So when we allow our best self to step into the driver's seat to take the wheel, we then show up in life as our best self. When we show up in life as our best self, our thoughts about our life changes. When our thoughts change, our feelings change. When our feelings change, our actions change. And when our actions change, our results change. So when we start making decisions as our best self and taking action from a place of being our best self, we begin to live our best life because the energy we put out into this world changes. And you guys know, whatever you put out comes back to you. So when the energy we put out changes, the energy we receive changes. So you guys, let's get into my five tips for stepping into your best self at any given time. So tip number one, get clear on who your best self is. And one of the best ways to do that is to visualize your best self. So the next time that you have uninterrupted time and space, I want you guys to just sit down, even if it's for five minutes, and just visualize what comes to mind when you think of your best self. Ask yourself, who is the best version of Kira? Who is the best version of Brooke? Who's the best version of Tommy? And as you visualize your best self, I want you guys to ask these few key questions. Number one, what does your best self look like? Okay, what images come to mind when you think of your best self? Maybe it is like a physical image of you. Maybe there's like a certain aura coming out of you. Maybe there are certain like symbols that come to mind. Then I want you to ask yourself, what thoughts would your best self be thinking? 
because chances are their minds are not filled with tons of anxiety, stress, self-doubt, self-criticism. So what kind of thoughts would they be thinking about themselves and the reality in which they live in? Then ask yourself, what kind of feelings would your best self be feeling on a day-to-day basis? Are they feeling expansive? Are they feeling abundant? What feelings come to mind? Then how would they be acting? What kind of actions would your best self be taking? What kind of things are they doing on a day-to-day basis? What do their habits and routines look like? Who would they be with? What would they be talking about? And last, what kind of a reality is your best self living in? What results are they seeing in their life? If you step into your best self and you look around their life right now, what are those things that you are seeing? Are you opening up your bank account and seeing a certain amount of money? Are you seeing yourself standing on a stage talking to people? Are you seeing yourself in front of the camera, in front of the iPhone, recording a video to post on social media? What are those like physical, tangible things that you're seeing in your reality when you step into your best self? And you guys, the reason why I put this technique down and why I share it with all of you guys is because our brains don't know how to differentiate imagination from reality. When we are thinking of something, those same neural networks, those same neurons are activated as if we are actually doing it. So the more we can get clear on who our best self is, then the more we begin to reprogram our minds to start thinking of ourselves like that. And then we start aligning with the thoughts, feelings, and actions of our best self. Tip number two, begin to see your life through the lens of your best self. So now that you guys have identified what your best self looks like, how they might be viewing themselves in their reality, it's time to start showing up as that person. And one of the best ways to do that is through what I like to call the best self glasses. So this is such an amazing technique. And if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know I love the abundance glasses exercise where basically we put on our abundance glasses and it totally shifts how we view our reality. So our best self glasses is really just a similar exercise where we envision ourselves seeing the world as our best self. This is super helpful, especially when you find yourself in like a challenging situation or a non-ideal circumstance. Maybe you get pulled over by the police. Maybe you get a flat tire. Maybe a contract falls through. Maybe you don't get the deal that you wanted to get. Maybe you don't get chosen for the project you wanted. Instead of seeing it how you would typically see it, and instead of thinking about it how your current self would think about it, how would your best self see the situation right now? What would they be thinking about that challenge or about that setback? And this really helps shift your perspective and really shift your thoughts. And again, your thoughts are what creates your reality. So when you shift your thoughts, it trickles down into every other thing, your feelings, your actions, and thus your reality. But you guys also don't need to do this exercise when something quote unquote bad happens. Another way that you guys can apply the best self glasses and stepping into your best self is by scripting. So you guys might have heard of the term scripting before. Basically what it is, is just journaling as if you already have it or as if you are your best self right now. So if you go and you grab a journal and a pen, I want you guys to write down from the beginning of your day when you wake up how would your best self see your entire day? 
So maybe you write down in your journal, I wake up in my beautiful, comfy bed. I'm so grateful for my silk pillowcases. I go over to my dog and I say hello to her. Then I go to the bathroom and I am so amazed by all the wonderful skincare products that I have and the hot running water. And basically you just script your whole day as if you're seeing your day through the lens of your best self. Because I guarantee you guys, when you are just waking up, eating, working, going to sleep, and repeating that pattern every single day, you're not noticing all of the amazing things that you actually have and that you're actually experiencing. So when you put on your best self glasses, this really helps you shift your perspective and start to practice so much gratitude for what your life actually does look like. Tip number three challenge your automatic beliefs, habits, and routines. We always talk about routines. There's a lot about like morning routines, night routines. If you guys follow me on Instagram, then you know that I love doing my morning routines, my night routines, my self-care routines. And routines are fantastic for a variety of reasons. But what I'm gonna talk about right now is actually ways in which routines might hinder you. So when we get into a routine, we basically program to our minds and bodies that this behavior is automatic. And then we can start doing it more and more and more without even thinking about it. And that can be great, especially if it's like a healthy habit, like exercising, eating healthy, brushing your teeth, things like that. But what a lot of people do is they go through their entire life in these unconscious routines where they reinforce negative thought patterns, they reinforce negative feelings and negative sensations. And ultimately what it results in is that your bodies become addicted to the cycles of anxiety, of stress, of worry. And one of my favorite teachers that does a ton of research on this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Specifically, he has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And I think that is the perfect phrase that describes this is that you want to start breaking those automatic subconscious things that you're doing and you want to start being aware of what it is that is serving you in your day-to-day routines and what is not serving you. So chances are every day you probably wake up at a similar time. You probably go to the bathroom at a similar time. You go through the motions of life. And we don't want to just keep going through the same motions and motions because that's going to create the same results. And if you guys are looking to change your results, you guys are going to need to change how you're showing up in life and what you're doing. You guys are going to need to change your thought patterns, how you're feeling, how you're acting. That is what's going to change your reality. So instead of just waking up and going through the same motions and going through the same routines, I want you guys to do something unexpected every single day for the next week. I want you guys maybe instead of waking up and reaching for your phone what if you wake up and reach for a journal instead what if you wake up and reach for a book instead i want you guys to add moments of spontaneity into your day because this is what's going to break the preconditioned thought patterns the preconditioned beliefs it's going to help you start unlearning your body's addiction to those things that aren't serving you and when that happens you can start building new neural networks you can start building new thought patterns new beliefs new habits new routines that align with who your best self is Okay, also my voice is getting super raspy for no reason at all. So apologies, I'm gonna keep drinking my hot tea that's right next to me and hopefully we will not lose my voice by the end of this podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, so tip number four, become at peace with every single part that is within you. 
Like I said before, we have so many different parts of us for a reason. We have an anxiety part of us. We have fear for a reason. We have love for a reason. We have confidence for a reason. There are so many parts of us and for us to just label them as quote unquote good or bad doesn't do justice to what they're trying to accomplish here. At the end of the day, every single part of you is trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you healthy. It's trying to keep you away from danger. So it's not about getting rid of them. It's just making sure that you are tapping into the right part of you at any given time. It's all about context. Of course, if you're running from a lion, I would hope that anxiety goes into the driver's seat. I would hope that fear comes out. I don't want to just sit there and be like, oh, la-di-da-di-da, like a lion's coming near me. Yay. That's so cool. No, I want anxiety to be like, we are getting the F out of here right now. <laughs> so one technique that I do on the daily to become at peace with every single part of me is what I like to call this business meeting visualization. And it literally requires nothing but maybe two or three minutes of your time whenever you need it. And you can do this anywhere. You can do it before you fall asleep. You can do it on the way to work. You can do it while walking. You can do it on the couch. All it takes is for you to step away from whatever you're worrying about and disidentify with your thoughts. So basically, I like to imagine this meeting coming together in my mind with all the different parts of me. And I envision every single part of me like at this oval shaped conference table. And what you wanna do first is you wanna label the different parts of you that are coming out. So when I'm really overwhelmed and when I feel like I have so many conflicting thoughts about something, I will do this where I'm like, okay, what part of me is like coming out right now? And a lot of times there will be like an anxiety part that's coming out. There's gonna be like a fear that's coming out. There's gonna be safety that's coming out. There is love that's coming out. There is spirituality that's coming out. And I give every single part of me a chance to say their part. And I think this is so important because a lot of times we try and dull out the voices of those parts of us that we are scared to hear. But this purposefully gives you a mental time and place for you to just let out any of these thoughts that are in your mind. You don't want it to be like a boiling pot where all of a sudden the steam blows over and all this hot water comes coming out. You want to make sure you're checking in with every single part of you on the daily to make sure that their needs are being met and you are hearing them because otherwise they're going to keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking until you literally go crazy. So let's use this as an example. So recently I decided to create my first YouTube video and of course as exciting as it is there were a lot of different parts of me that came out so excitement was one of them but also anxiety was one of them stress was one of them overwhelm was one of them excitement was saying things like oh my gosh it's gonna be so fun finally but anxiety was saying things like okay, well, what do you want your YouTube banner to look like? What are your thumbnails gonna look like? Um, actually, a lot of strategy was coming out. They were trying to like strategize everything and ask a ton of questions and like, okay, well, what's your second video gonna be then? And what's your third video gonna be then? And then anxiety was saying things like, oh, well, what if no one watches it? And what if you look really dumb on camera? And what if you don't know what to say? And then also spirituality was coming out saying, I think this is such a great step forward for you to challenge yourself, for you to grow. So that that's just an example of all the different perspectives that all the different parts of you have. And it is okay to give each one a space 
to be heard. But at the end of the day, you get to decide again, who is in the driver's seat. You get to decide who is at the head of the table making the final decisions because that person is your best self. And you can't just let your best self be asleep and not listen to this the whole time or to ignore every single part of you. Because at the end of the day, your best self is gonna take into account every single part of you's opinion, everything that just came up, and it is going to move forward in a way that is most aligned with what you want, who you are, what your values are, and where you wanna go. And the last technique is what I like to call the worry dump. So every day we have tens of thousands of thoughts. And of course, not every single thought is gonna be positive. There are gonna be a lot of thoughts that come from a place of fear, anxiety, and ego, and that is okay, that is normal. What matters here is that you do not allow yourself to attach to them. You don't allow yourself to keep thinking those same thoughts and repeat those same neural networks. You don't wanna start hardwiring the thoughts of anxiety, ego, and stress into your brain. Instead, you want to allow yourself to step outside of your thoughts and simply observe what is going on in your mind, similar to the business meeting technique. So what I like to do is that every night in my journal, I have a couple pages that are just for my worry dump. Every thought of anxiety I am writing down on there. What if this happens? What if blah, 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 what if this? Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. I can't believe that happened. Everything in my life is failing. I'm so scared, things like that. I'm scared I'm gonna fail. And it can be anything. This is a safe, no judgment space. But what this does is it helps you identify any negative thoughts and beliefs that are holding you back. And it helps you release them because then you see these are just thoughts. They're not as scary as you think. Once you get them out of your mind, it's like you clear mental space and energy. You don't hold them in. You don't allow them to boil over. And another benefit of this is that because you become more aware of any negative thoughts and beliefs, you can begin to challenge them. You can begin to replace negative thoughts and beliefs with positive thoughts like, what if my presentation goes wrong? What if I fail? On the flip side, what if it goes well? Why am I well prepared for this presentation? Or what if I make this video and no one watches it and I look really dumb? Instead, you can replace it with, what if I make this video and I'm really proud of what I put out there? What if I make this video and it helps one person? So you can take any negative thoughts that you have in your worry dump and you can choose to switch them to something that will serve you. All right, friends. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. You all are so amazing. So don't forget to tell yourselves that every single freaking day. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate the podcast and or share it with someone who you know will benefit. And if you guys have any manifestation success stories to share, DM me them on Instagram. And don't forget to check out my website for manifestation resources. I recently launched the guide, Become a Master Manifester, so you guys can find it on the website and use the code podcast111 for 20% off. All of this information is in the episode notes. So I will talk to you guys next week. Have a lovely week, everyone. Bye.